0: Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon.
1: We're joined on the star line by a poet executive producer Apollo Legend. Her poetry is featured with Naz, Common, Jeezy, Jeff Mills and her latest book is the profound We Want Our Bodies Back. We welcome Jessica Care Moore. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Let's go beyond the mic. These poems have pain and darkness as their base but there's love and hope. <sighs> yeah. How do you decide to put the poems that you wrote in this book, in this particular order,
0: I would say that they have love at their base, <laughs> and so, and 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 love for humanity, and love for the possibility of things getting better, and um, and that the the thing that might come off the people maybe as uh, a difficult, you know, to to grasp, maybe just the pain that is the reality of a lot of things that are happening in this country right now. And um, I didn't write the book knowing that George Floyd would be murdered, and I didn't write the book. Um, knowing that Brianna Taylor, you know, uh, would be murdered. I didn't, you know, but the thing is things have been happening in this country for quite some time. And so the book is timely and it speaks to the moment. And, um, but it's also about healing and it's definitely about love, um, which is the thing that's going to center all of us in becoming a better, you know, better people in general, better humans. And, um, I think that's what we want our bodies back to us.
1: I was struck by the poem, Amazing Grace, when you're in just five lines, you summon the soul of Aretha <laughs> Franklin and had me hearing her voice in my head. How does your poetry come to you?
0: Oh, that's so beautiful, amazing, Grace. I cried so much when Aretha died, and I live in her old neighborhood in historic Boston Edison. So you know these um, these these people are with us. And as a poet, you know I'm kind of haunted by the people who are um, are no longer here because I feel like their energy energy I believe in an energy and spirit. And they don't really leave, and so I'm able I'm able to I hope to be able to to tap in, you know, so we can continue to talk about Aretha Franklin. I think I have to read poems in the book. you are one of the few people that have brought up Amazing Grace, you know, so I'm so grateful to her and her voice and what she gave to us as a culture. And um, poems are everywhere. Poems are in the water. <laughs> they're in conversations. Um, they're inside strangers' spaces. I've written a lot of poems about people that don't know who I am and don't know what I've written about them. Um, so, yeah, I think that's I, poems come, you know, easy for me because I'm I'm paying attention to the world I'm paying attention to to uh, who's in it and um and I and I find uh, excitement in uh, in finding people's stories, especially if I don't know them.
1: Now, you dedicate your poetry to several people, from skaters to even your dad. How did these people inspire you?
0: Well, I mean, I love I love my community, and, and I was raised in uh City of Detroit, very beautiful black city, and um I'm inspired when I see people who push through despite. Uh, obstacles, despite the obstacle of, uh, of racism, despite the obstacle of sexism, the things that are, you know, sometimes you don't, And you grow up, you don't have the same money that another family has. And I watch young people say, despite my mother or father not going to college, I'm going to go to college. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm in awe of those who um, find a way to use their imagination to make their lives exactly what they want it to be. Someone may tell you, you're not possible. And you're going to say, well, no, I am. And maybe it's because, you know, now there's been a poet like Jessica Killmore, you know, f- from Detroit, we went to Detroit Public Schools. And I've seen the entire world. i traveled um, extensively around this planet enough to know that I'm, that it belongs to me a little bit, like, you know, and that I helped create it. And so, um, I don't know. I hope I'm answering the question
1: right. but that's Yeah there's no, there's never a right answer to, to life. If you're, <laughs> I know, right? If you're from Detroit, yeah. there's a love for the city that overlooks all darkness. I was struck by the love that you have for Detroit in a poem, Save My Life. Yeah. How do you see your city continue to fight and rebuild and to survive?
0: You know what I mean? To be honest, like Detroit is such a beautiful place. And because I was raised here, um, I was raised here and it was like, you know, 4 million people, I think, in the city. Um, and it's still a very um, proud a predominantly black city, and the only thing that has docked, that struck it is is uh, deep gentrification that's <laughs> come to the city, uh, where you have people being displaced that helped build the city, no longer affording to be able, to never, no longer can afford to live here, and so that is our struggle now: is making sure that we're not forgetting about people like my father, who was a construction worker who helped lay these streets in the city, and that you know, and, that, and stop tearing down beautiful landmarks. And leaving nothing behind and don't rename streets and, and so it's this colonization that has happened in cities all over the country that, that has become the the cloud that we have to fight against. Um but the people here, uh and, and you'll hear that in my poems, I I say we may be in abandoned we may have abandoned homes, but we're not an abandoned people. And the people are what makes cities great, not buildings. And so the people here um keep me going because uh you got blue collar working folks, man. He they built, they built the cars. We made the freeway, the first freeway. You know, the Davidson was created right here. And so, um, yeah, I think possibility is here. I think I, I've often said in poems as well, that Detroit is the starting line of the world's imagination. And we have it here, right? We're an international city on the border of Canada. Uh, lots of different kinds of people from all types of places live here. It's not just a black and white city. And, um, and, and, and it, it, it shaped me and made me who the writer in person and the woman that I am.
1: Who inspires you to continue to write now?
0: My the, the ones that came before me. Um, the yeah my elders, the poets that came before me, the black arts movement writers, they inspire me.
1: You take a stand shining a bright light on the glass ceiling and prejudice against women or girls and racism. How has twenty twenty helped or hurt your point?
0: It's done both. It's hurt. It's hurt a lot. But it's also important that we deal with these difficult um, things that really do exist, and so um, it's been painful. But uh, change is going to hurt, and I think we'll get to a finish line down the road.
1: What poem of yours is one of your son's favorites?
0: His favorite poem of mine is called DHS Poem Number Seven. It's actually in my fourth book, *Son Like Du And it's about me um, having to go. Did um, on welfare for a short period of time In order to take care of him When I first came home to Detroit And the humbling experience that that was And his name was in that poem And he said it's his favorite
1: yeah. Time's running out So it's time for the Rocky Nate Eight random questions Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind There is no pressure <laughs> Okay Do you enjoy playing softball or baseball more?
0: Uh, first, I'm a, I've been a softball player since seventh grade What's your favorite color? Uh, purple
1: As a hockey mom What's the best part of a hockey game?
0: When they have heat inside the rink.
1: <laughs> What's one lesson your dad gave you?
0: Get your lesson. What's the one lesson you want to give your son King? That he can do absolutely anything in the world and that, and that we need him, you know, that he would need it.
1: Acoustic or electric? What kind is your favorite guitar? Acoustic. <laughs> Pad of paper, computer, or typewriter? How do you journal your poetry?
0: I'm still and paper.
1: First. I type it later. How have you survived the quarantine?
0: Through uh, lots of patience and prayer and tears and uh, writing. Um, it's not been easy.
1: Yeah. Where's your favorite place to vacation?
0: Jamaica. <laughs> I wish I was there now.
1: <laughs> I think we all wish we were in Jamaica right now. Oh my goodness. She's played softball since seventh grade, love hockey rinks with hate, don't we all? And writes poetry on a pad of paper. Her book is the profound You want our bodies back. Jessica Caremore, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today.
0: Thank you. That was awesome. Thank you so much.
1: And that, my friends, is beyond the mic.